0: Hi there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. I'm continuing to read the insights i found while seeking to understand what the scriptures say the true church of God should look like. All of this information comes from my free e-book titled The True Church of God and it can be downloaded freely at the freegiftfromgod.com website. So let me continue reading and I hope you find something of value in the insights that the Lord has given to me. Today I want to look at prayer books and the uh, structured prayers that are often spoken. One of the things you might find, especially in some of the denominational churches, is the practice of using prayer books and occasionally other books rather than the Bible. It is a practice that is quite established in some churches to the point where the service at the church is run from the prayer book, using it as the basis for the readings, scriptures and sermons. There are some obvious problems with this practice and some less obvious issues. The obvious issue is that if the prayer book is used to run the service, then the Bible is not being used. There are scriptures in the prayer books that I have seen, but they are limited to just a few verses, and it covers only a very small percentage of what is written in the Bible. This leaves a huge gap in the depth of the ministry and what is preached from the platform, Consequently, the congregation is not getting the fullness of the teachings of the gospel, and because the teaching has no spiritual depth, the people will be lacking spiritual depth also. In addition, there is the possibility that what is in the prayer book, apart from the scriptures, may be wrong because they follow the teachings of a sect or denomination and not the words of God. These prayer books may be filled with false teaching that gets continually passed down from earlier generations to weaken the faith of the believers. The less obvious issues with the use of prayer books is that it is in direct opposition to what the Bible tells us. Jesus said, And in praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. When we repeat the same words and phrases over and over, they become empty phrases. The prayers in the prayer books may have had some meaning to those who originally prayed those prayers, but when they are prayed over and over again today, they become meaningless to the Lord. One of the worst examples of piling up empty words used as prayer in churches today is the constant repetition of what is called the Lord's Prayer. This practice extends beyond just those who use prayer books, as it is used in many churches and even non-church circumstances. Let me post it here just for your review. It says, Pray then like this, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Matthew chapter six verses nine to thirteen. In some versions, there are the additional words added below: for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. These are some of the most abused words in the Bible in terms of repetition as a prayer. It was never given by the Lord for this purpose or meant to be prayed repetitively over and over again. The key to understanding this prayer is in the first few words of verse 9, where Jesus said, pray then like this. Jesus was teaching the disciples and also us today how to pray, not what to pray. He was saying this is the way you should pray when you come to God. He was not telling us to Say these words. If we look at the Luke version of the Lord's Prayer, we see that Jesus gave this example prayer to the disciples in answer to a question from them. It says, He was praying in a certain place, and when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. In this verse, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he ceased from his prayers, he was asked a question by the disciples. The first thing we should note here is that Jesus had finished praying. This was not part of his prayers to God the Father, but was a response to the disciples' question. The disciples asked the Lord, teach us to pray. The disciples wanted to know how to pray, not what to pray. They wanted to be sure to get the structure and form of their prayers to be right. Jesus did not tell the disciples to repeat after me and do it ad infinitum. No, he said pray like this. He was teaching them and giving them a lesson on how to pray. The Lord's Prayer is only meant to be an example of how we should pray when we come into the presence of God. If you break down the prayer, you see it has a form and a structure. It goes through stages like this. First, address the prayer to the Father. Then, recognize the holiness and the greatness of the Father. Then, recognize that we are awaiting the coming of God's kingdom. Then, recognize whatever you ask should be aligned with the will of God. Then, ask for those things you are seeking from God in prayer. And, be specific. Then, you can seek forgiveness for the wrongs you have done and recall that you also are forgiving others. Then ask the Lord to lead us away from and out of temptation and be specific if you are being tempted in some way. And finally, close the prayer, recognising again the greatness, power and glory of God. And one other point not listed here, but we are told to do, as you'll see in the next scripture I'll read, is to ask in the name of Jesus Christ. And he says, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. The Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. John chapter 14, verses 13 and 14. This is how the Lord's example prayer was structured, and we may use all or most of these sections in our prayers, depending on what we're seeking and why we are praying. Also, nowhere in the New Testament do we ever see anyone repeating this prayer, or any other prayer for that matter. The reason why prayer book prayers or repetition prayers are not what the Lord wants is because he wants to hear what we have to say and what is important to us. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7. We need to let God know our requests. We need to give everything to him. And we need to give him praise when he does answer our prayers. But if we just repeat the same old prayers, whether from a prayer book or any other source, how will God know what is important to us? So when we come to church and in our private prayers, do not heap up empty phrases. You do not need prayer books in the church. And there is good advice in the scriptures showing why such things are of little value. I'm not saying what is in the prayer books is either good or bad, but there is the possibility that there may be teaching that is not aligned with the gospel because the only source of God's word that we have is the Bible. At best, the information in prayer books is incomplete because it has only a fraction of the scriptures included. At worst, it may have false teachings that have been passed down from previous generations. Anything other than the scriptures in the Bible must be treated with suspicion, regardless of the good intentions of those who wrote the prayers initially. So that's all I have for this week. I hope you found it interesting, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I continue looking at these aspects of the true church of God. All of the information I'm covering here is contained in a free ebook titled The True Church of God that can be downloaded from the freegiftfromgod.com website. So until next week, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and hoping you have a blessed week ahead. God bless.